0: Not underestimate the power of PlayStation. PlayStation.
1: beyond 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 welcome beyond beyond. Yep. Nope. beyond those beyond. words beyond i told you you could come back <laughs> oh. you didn't ever do that again <laughs> i'm sorry welcome everybody to beyond Dad. episode 506 i'm max Scoville, and i'm joined unfortunately by brian altano <laughs> 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 jonathan Dornbush. charmed i'm sure and marty Sleva. <laughs> sister kisses <laughs> don't what? say no. that no that, no that's not your nope.
2: catchphrase yeah what the hell is wrong with you?
1: So, okay, let's get into this real quick. Uh, we we were, we've been playing Uncharted, The Lost Legacy. Ooh. That's a hot new PlayStation 4 game that comes out next week. Marty and I finished it. We did it. A whole lot to say about it. <laughs> yeah, right but, now. But it's embargoed until like Thursday at midnight or yes. something and we have a show that goes up on Tuesdays. Yeah, This wasn't our idea. That's why it says Uncharted The Lost <laughs> Legacy at the top of our run of show. So we're not going to be talking about that just yet. However, we will shoot a kind of uh sort of micro podcast little let's play of it. Um, yeah,
2: we're going to play it and talk about it at the same yeah. time early on in the game. No spoilers. Yeah, uh, no spoiler cast. No end game stuff. We won't tell you about the part at the end where they all crawl inside the dead carcass of a tiger to stay warm.
0: <laughs> it's Ooh, a huge tiger. It's, it's crazy. Very large indian yeah. tiger uh in my part two and, uh, <laughs> i'm reviewing it so my full review will be up cool. thursday at midnight that's right. there's hey. a new uncharted game coming out yeah it's cool, pretty yeah. nuts yeah
1: uh, i think it's it's almost it's weird because it's it doesn't have a number attached to it yeah. and it's like Sorry, i weird. do
2: i do want to talk about this game a little bit without getting into any of the actual right. contents of the game uh, i put a thing in the beyond group sort of being like hey this is out in like nine days mm-hmm. like where's the sort of temperature on this how yeah. are you guys feeling and one of the things i kind of saw the most Uh, like recurring, uh, kind of response to this was that most people are actively staying away. From everything about
0: this game. They're stoked, but they want to know nothing.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I will say that if you haven't watched any of the new TV spots, trailers, teasers, all that stuff, and you're still on the fence or whatever, or you definitely want to play it and you don't want to be spoiled, don't watch it. There's a lot of stuff in there that just shows, not end, but very late ish in the game. Just -hmm. Just stay away from it. It's
1: not spoilers, but it's just that it's revealing too much visual. I'd rather not know that. I'd rather
0: see this fresh. So
2: I think that, like, um, you know, I was a little worried about this game that maybe people didn't really. Like, it, the buzz just seems a little more quiet this time around, but I guess it's there. People just don't want to talk about it because yeah. it's so close.
0: And yeah, it's always been such a story heavy franchise that people don't want it. People are like, yes, it's Naughty Dog. I trust them. I will buy this. I, don't tell me anything else. Yeah, I, and I think I s-
3: especially with the campaign, like we know that it is shorter than a traditional Uncharted, yeah. though not as short as like DLC. So we know it is going to be something that you could probably get a lot of in yeah. a very quick mm-hmm. amount of time. So why spoil your? I will say the
2: the messaging on this whole thing has been a little confusing. It's like free DLC if you own the Mega Pack, Ultimate Pack, Ultimate Gamer Mega Fuel. Whoa! Whatever <laughs> it is. Do the do. Pizza rolls. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you do all that, <laughs> if you tune a pizza roll into the store, you can get the full packing and it. it's, it's part of that. But there's, I've got an that, extra playable pizza roll. Yeah. It's true. That's right. It's an, an edible plate. So you can do one of those and,
3: tactical pizza rolls into <laughs> I cover.
1: have seen,
2: there's been, you know, obviously backlash that this is not a full retail price game, but it's not a full, like, it's not as 20 hours as Uncharted 4, but it's six hours and or six to eight hours or 10 hours, whatever it is. Um, all of that is fine. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a new Uncharted game. That's, yeah. Let's yeah. let's start treating it as that. Uh, let's call yeah. it a new Uncharted game. Standalone, you can. Yeah. You
0: don't need Uncharted Four. It comes in its own package.
2: Yeah. Uh, two years from now, when we're all ranking the Uncharted games. Like this is one of the Uncharted games.
3: And so. I like the idea that Naughty Dog is testing the waters with a slightly shorter campaign based game to see if I, they could do that more I'm often. I'm yeah. so okay with that. I, if we yeah. get
1: if the future of games is that you know there's the, kind of the flagship launch, and then instead of the DLC being a thing that you have to pay 15 bucks to download, there's maybe like a 30 dollar thing you play on its own, and it's I don't know. I, I yeah. like that we're yeah. between. Uh, I feel like between. Uh, this which is what 40 bucks and then Lawbreakers and Hellblade which are 30 bucks each and they're all very different experiences it's cool that we're kind of seeing a movement away from that like the game is sixty dollars. That's how much it costs.
2: Well, especially in an era where, by all means, and you're going to give me hell for this if you're in the comments, games should be more expensive because they cost more than ever to make.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, and, and they maybe, haven't yeah. gone up; they've gotten cheaper over yeah. time. like I uh, paid like ninety dollars for Chrono Trigger. Exactly. Yeah, it's I mean, cheap.
2: I played. I paid ninety dollars for Clay Fighter. Oh, that was yeah. a dumb movie. when I uh, oh, well, you know, when I'm when a dumb kid.
1: <laughs> little nightmares. Uh, the credits rolled and they kept rolling and rolling and they kept going and I was like, rolling, rolling, I paid. Rolling, damn rolling, it! Rolling. I was like, I played. I paid twenty bucks for this game and i didn't hear a lot of people talking about it and i don't know if that is just like a net loss for bandai or right. for the guys who made it or what the story is there but mm-hmm. like i mean you take up 20 bucks and you divide it among all those people and i know that's not how it works but if that was how it works it copy. wouldn't be a good yeah. system so i think it's probably yeah. even worse than that in the yeah. grand scheme of things yeah but. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That being said, uh, there are a lot of games that are coming out this week that we can talk about. Uh, one game that I've been really excited about, um, kind of increasingly so as we've gotten closer to it, is Nidhogg Two. Yeah. Uh, Nidhogg is one of my favorite games. I think of this the last the last generation. I think it is my favorite like competitive party game. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you're unfamiliar, it's a the, the original one is a very like kind of stripped down, uh, kind of I would say. 4-bit not even 8-bit it's 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 effectively
2: like widescreen atari 2600 graphics right
1: but it runs very smoothly and it's a fencing game so you run around and you fight these little guys and you know you you have two players who are trying to get to opposite sides of the map and if you kill the guy you keep running and if the guy kills you then he runs past you towards sort of his his goal Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh nidhogg 2 completely throws that aesthetic out the window and it looks like a bunch of disgusting 16-bit muppets uh, it's really just a hideous game in a wonderful way.
3: Did you make the game? I think because I did. I feel yeah. like it's part That's of your totally I, your aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. I, th-
1: I seriously like. I play that game and I'm like, this is like this is my level of disgusting. Like there's <laughs> stuff in here that looks like things I draw on cocktail napkins. Like yeah, they, yeah. Uh, I, I love it. Uh, it's got you know kind of added added bonuses the, the, the big addition here aside from just the visuals is uh there are now different types of weapons yeah uh so whereas before you just had a sword which was a little you know four pixel wide white line uh now it's uh like a, a broadsword, a like a rapier like a fencing sword uh, a bow and arrow and then a dagger and all these things can be thrown and they all kind of interact differently so there's this kind of element of like rock paper scissors to it which yeah. is really fun
0: Was that do you randomly spawn with them yes you come back oh, wow. there's, no
1: there's an order actually oh, oh. i did there's, not know uh, that yeah so. there's an order that they spawn in I don't know if there's anything that shakes that up. Interesting. But I
2: didn't realize that because we had such a frantic match playing that yeah. game for 15 minutes, um, one match on Friday night. That I, I, I don't know. I, I'm you and I are standing up and kicking and screaming. Curses. This is at like
1: five on a Friday. Like, yeah, we're, we're kind of like, let's go home. Yeah, but we were like, let's play a game first, and then we were just like kicking our desk and f- yep. throwing stuff, probably mm-hmm. in a scene uh it's you made a scene yeah it's, definitely a, made a scene it, this is the, that kind of game is that i think you can look at it and be like oh, i don't know it looks like a video game but then to actually sit down and play it something something happens in there
2: i think it's the same sort of like uh energy that attracts people to something like smash brothers but without all of the verticality and all the combos that get like all the pro level stuff that happens there like this this level of this game i'm sure there's there could be a pro level of play here but for the most part um it it feels like someone who just hadn't learned the game can, could jump in and start killing you uh it's yeah i mean effectively it's two players are just consistently trying to murder each other repeatedly until one of them can exit the screen it's brutal and yeah and it's like
1: intestines flying around and stuff there's like
2: curb stomping and like intestines and guts and blood and uh it's but it's all 16-bit looking but again widescreen and it feels somewhere between like a a 16-bit like claymation game or like boogerman or Mm -hmm. like just something like it feels like a weird long lost like sort of like, it's somewhere between, like, Ren and Stimpy and Ah real monsters and then fencing. Like, there's a bunch of just great stuff that I love yeah. jamming I like that. together it here. Yeah. It reminds <laughs> me
1: a little bit of uh, Super Adventure Island, which was, you know, kind of the, the Super Nintendo reinvention of Adventure Island, which yeah. had this, like, very... It was, you know, a cartoony 8-bit game, and you looked at it, you're like, oh, that's what those little characters look like. But then when they ported it, or not ported it, when they, you know, uprezzed it to, to Super Nintendo, they added, like there was enough colors and details to be like, oh, this guy's a little bit shiny. Right. He's got like rosy little cheeks. And I was like, I don't like that one bit. But the gameplay was was still like, it's totally the same. Yeah. It was
2: still like a triumphantly an NES game. And I think that's what's happening here where uh, it really does feel like the gameplay of the original, I think it's a little quicker, a little poppier, Mm -hmm. um, definitely more violent, but it's, it's really cool. Like how much they're leaning into this aesthetic that I think repulsed a lot of people at first, but looking into it, like it does feel like a long lost sort of super Nintendo Genesis era game right down to the level select menu which is very Donkey Kong Country, Yoshi's oh, Island. Island. If yeah. you could have
1: a competitive yeah. side-scroller hotline Miami, I think that's kind of what this mm-hmm. is. Yeah. You can throw all your weapons. There's Hyper-violent. Occasionally, mm-hmm. you, you run into a room, and you're like, I'm going to do this this way, and it goes horribly wrong, but you still win, and you're like, what did I just do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And other times, you're like, I am I'm I know what I'm doing here, and some random dude just kills
2: now, you. Now, what know? I was worried about this game, which uh, I believe you squashed all those worries, but the... the idea that this is a competitive party game that you do need two people on the couch to play it um i think that's when it works best far mm-hmm. and away but you got to play some single-player stuff right so, against yeah. computers
1: um so there's one thing uh yeah there's there's like an arcade mode which is uh, ranked like, single-player you're playing you against
0: played it against computers <laughs> <laughs> no, i said that i bought uh, the packard <laughs> bell I, I, brought in,
1: I brought in my <laughs> compact presario the Kasparov using, bot or whatever <laughs> using a, a series of complicated wires i got at comp usa i hooked it up to my playstation 4 and i was I able the i was able to defeat my
0: wife in the game but <laughs> my but son's really blue. good at cyber <laughs>
1: um but no it's uh it's got like it's i think the first one did too where you're playing against an ai which is for the most part like it's it's fine um i think it took me like 30 minutes to get through the entire like all the all the different levels yeah uh and it's there's a certain level of like kind of random i think it randomly generates characters and um it's i don't know sometimes it's difficult sometimes it's it's too easy uh the ai didn't strike me as really one way or the other
2: i like that about this game by the way the the which we didn't really mention is like the character design element of just like it's just a character broken down in like four parts you can change his head his like torso his yeah. legs and the skin color so i made like this like weird blue dude with aviators and a yeah, ball you head. looked like it was <laughs>
0: like you and grover had a kid yeah,
2: yeah. and then yeah. max made this like sick, yeah. max made this like orange or green like savage dragon looking yeah. dude with like he high like, hair like and like a
1: if i was savage dragon yeah but i'm not
2: like a letterman jacket or yeah. something it was great uh,
1: there's also a level in here that is straight up like a hotline miami club but it's full of these like weird nordic muppets that they yep. this game is about <laughs> uh no i just love this game um yeah there's a, there's leaderboards for single player there is also online uh online multiplayer i don't know how good that is cuz it's a very like very twitchy game so if you've got like a not yeah. a perfect internet connection i could see it being less than fun mm-hmm. uh there's tournament mode. so like i don't know it just it feels very um it feels a lot like the first one in terms of how much how much there, there's more stuff there, but yeah. they didn't they didn't overload it. I would love it if they added more like stages, more stages, and more character customization. I agree.
2: Yeah, the but, stages so far are really cool. There's actually like um, they're it, they're not just completely flat. Like there's uh, one stage in particular that I really like that's sort of like these little kind of prison cells that you'll you have to bust the door open, which takes half a second, and then you can do your attack. So you have this like weird thing where like it's like a guy comes to knock on your door and you're like, hello, and then he stabs you in the <laughs> eye. Like it's really great. Uh our reviews up now, Chloe Rad gave it an eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. Um she had some problems with uh I believe just sort of like the limited amount of content and the fact that the aesthetic is not for everyone. It's very grotesque, but in a fun way, I think.
1: I like it because you you look at it and you're like, oh this is colorful cartoony and the, uh, on some of you might be like, oh they they made it too cutesy and, and commercially viable. And you look closer and you're like, that is a butthole yeah there is a butthole in the background and there, are, there are feces coming out of it that's yeah. disgusting
2: i mean the Nidhog himself or herself or itself whatever it is this pan-gendered uh ass snake <laughs> <laughs> that eats men what if you made a like a phallic scrotum yeah of teeth
0: that's what it looks like what Could go wrong yeah it looks like an old scrot
1: that game is disgusting it's real really gross it. and
0: you should buy it how does it deal with uh, mental health compared to so health much I think incredibly so well? Much yeah, because <laughs> really? you, you have all of your aggressions
2: yeah. out on your friend. You uh. get the screen thing, the screen things at him. Max, I called Max every name. Yeah, and I just everyone. Yeah. yeah, if you don't have mental, if you don't have
1: like <laughs> mental health problems prior to playing this game you will afterwards because yeah. and you'll hate your friends yeah
2: we had like a small group of people around us worrying about us afterwards yeah it's so yeah. a good it like a violence well game. they
3: always are yeah. yes
1: <laughs> uh then of course uh, another game that is coming out this week is undertale yes uh this yeah. was the like pc darling kind of weird i still haven't played it it's also coming to vita which is awesome so if yeah. you're one yes. of those people who wants to play vita games now you can. I- yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jonathan, did you, play, did
3: you play Undertale? I didn't, but I'm so excited finally, too. I just I don't have a viable PC mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. that I have anywhere that I play games on, so I pretty much stick to my consoles. Uh, and obviously, this is not a graphically intensive PC game, mm-hmm. but I'm dying to play it. So many people who I love a lot of the same games they do are like, this is one of my favorite games ever.
2: I went to uh, play it last year. Last year was it was on our game of the year list and everything, right? Y- or uh, was, we gave it a 10 last year, but it came out the
0: year before. It oh, interesting. late 2015. But was, we 10%. reviewed it early. Yeah. 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 I
2: remember just a bunch of people at IGN gushing about it. And I went to play it on my computer and I plugged plugged in an Xbox One controller. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, you need to download the driver to get it to work. And I couldn't. And I was like, I'll wait for PlayStation. <laughs> a place where this doesn't happen. A right, year and a half together. later, finally it yeah. worked. Yeah, well, that's
0: what That's got what, yeah. But what even I after get. it
3: came out, I feel like I heard so much always about of how clever like the yeah. design is mm-hmm. and the writing and all of that. And that's about. Yeah. So
0: if think. you don't know, it's a, it was a made by one guy. It was an Earthbound uh, mod, wasn't it, it? Was pretty much heavily inspired by Earthbound, yeah. <laughs> made in uh, RPG Maker. I, okay. I believe it's what it's called. Um, and so yeah, it's a sort of a old school sixteen bit uh, turn based RPG, but uh, it subverts tropes. Has a very interesting quirky writing uh you can play the game as a pure pacifist or you could play the game there's a genocide run where you kill everything in the game oh my and god the story and the endings adapt to that so. and it stars a goat right there's like a so, goat. There's a goatman there's a skeleton that i think <laughs> you sort of use sex i think okay. you date a skeleton yeah okay. there's a
3: flower somewhere in there there's, there's definitely a flower at least one flower yeah
1: the thing good. i remember god i think there's there's one thing I heard about this where they're like, "Oh, it's a turn-based sort of JPR JRPG type," and I was like, "I don't know." And then they're like, "You can, you can talk to any of the enemies." And I was like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> was
3: like, you can just, yeah,
1: you can just make them go away. Like you can, yeah. like I think you can maybe romance them. Like yeah. I don't know. If yeah, like
3: during it. combat, I think you can talk to them to sway how no, the yeah. combat goes. Like I think the combat is sort of like turn-based. I it's it's that awesome. that. That. I it's could be t- completely t- wrong. Kissing
2: yeah that feels like something kojima would do i really like i mean all your thing too tactical Tactical
0: espionage love making
1: now uh, another game that has pixels in it that's also coming out this week is sonic mania sonic mania Mania is sweeping the nation marty tell us about sonic mania
0: uh our review is up we've given it an 8.7 which is a great point good Mm. gotta so, go good yeah gotta go gotta go almost almost excellent uh yeah but uh <laughs> I've, i got to play a little bit of this uh this is the mm. just to make sure you know what's going on this is the 2d sort of chopped and screwed remix of all the old sonics one through three plus knuckles plus cd yep not sonic forces which is the 3d sort of character based mm-hmm. the dark and gritty reboot the dark and sonic. gritty one uh but this does some super interesting things in that it you know it it subverts like tropes and expectations and like you'll enter the the chemical level or green hill zone and you'll be like oh i know what this is i've done this before but then all of a sudden you'll get to the boss and you're like oh i don't know i've never seen that before <laughs> and like i don't want to spoil it but the boss one of the first bosses of the game of the second world come like it all of us started screaming when yeah. we got to it because it's like oh you did this and it was just huh. really cool like sounds like you also come to sonic mania. sonic mania we have it yeah i have sonic mania um yeah i mean this is uh for all intents and purposes, this is probably the best 2D Sonic game since Sonic and Knuckles. Sonic, yeah. and you Sonic, love those yeah. games, right? I do, so I st- I so actually do like Sonic Two, fan. Sonic yeah. Three, No Sonic those and are Knuckles, yes. and Sonic
2: CD. But I yeah, read I on the internet the that IGN hates Sonic. I don't think that's true. IGN, the one game. man.
3: Hey, I like Sonic Three D Blast. So that game's bad though. Here. Yeah, exactly. Very bad. So I like Sonic. Yeah, but no, yeah, I've played probably four or five levels of it too, and uh, like I love that uh, when you're just, you go through a level that you think you know, and then it's something totally different. But they also have brand new levels as well mm. that feel totally of a piece with those classic levels, which is really cool. Yeah, like the design that went into everything that's new feels like what you remember but it's different and i think so what that. christian
2: whitehead is the name of the guy that, that works on this game he worked on a bunch of the ports of old sonic games back in the day it's been porting them to uh, i think pc ios much yep. stuff like huge hardcore sonic fan i'm like you know i've i've been pretty vocal in the past about how like i grew up i had a genesis i had every sonic game i I don't think I really like them, although I 100% of them all when I was a kid. I played them all like crazy. Found all the Chaos Emeralds. Got Gold Sonic or whatever you guys call them in your drawings. I
1: used to buy Monster Truck trading cards. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I did that's that. Super Kids fine. do Sonic. stuff. You, know? well, you just do stuff. <laughs> yeah, you just like,
2: do stuff. You know?
1: Yeah, like you play Sonic games. And, yeah, you know, um, but then like, air, you know, like games, I, I, I didn't,
2: I think if you grew up with like Sonic Adventure, like that's the way uh, Super Mario 64 was to me, where yeah. it's like cherished and I, I adore it. But I'm willing to give this one a shot because it's getting really good reviews and 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 because specifically I've read a bunch of people saying like, hey, like even if you weren't the biggest Sonic fan growing up, like this is a really smart, really fun 2D Mm -hmm. platforming game. And I'm like, "Okay, I'm on board. I'll give this one a shot. So yeah, and Jonathan,
1: yeah. You, you were saying it just it feels it feels right like it's,
3: yeah it's yeah uh, control wise it feels great and the way that the new mechanics are built in like some of the I don't want to spoil yeah. anything but some of the new he gets a levels gun. yes yeah shadow yeah,
1: appears he's here have he's been take there this gun you'll need it it's <laughs> dangerous to go there. slowly without but a gun
3: they add in different platforming mechanics that are what you wouldn't expect but they still all feel totally of a piece with the previous games and there's just there's very clever design tweaks that I really appreciate as someone who's played all those games through a ton
1: I'm so happy that they. That this looks like an old Sonic game. Like yes. it doesn't, yeah. They didn't yeah. do that thing where they're like, it's just the spirit of Sonic games, but it's like 2.5D and it's like a weird mm-hmm. 3D character. Model yeah, well, so they did that. There.
3: there were like the DS games that were Sonic Rush, I believe. Right. And those right. were probably the best 2D Sonic games since back then. But yeah, they had that weird sort of like 3D character model.
2: I actually liked uh, some of the Sonic Advance games too.
3: Yes, yeah, yeah those were good.
2: In the Bio now, RPG. Now,
0: uh, since I the,
1: the PS4 is the most powerful graphical system on the market, we're talking about yet another... <laughs> game there's a t- 2d platformer which is matterfall mm-hmm. uh this is from the guys this is from housemark the guys who did yeah. resugun well yeah. that's, uh, yeah. you
2: made that joke but this is probably one of the most like taxing games on the ps4 because yeah. these guys can't ha- like have a character drink coffee without a billion With vox- voxels yeah. exploding yeah. everywhere
0: yeah uh, just playing next
3: machina earlier <laughs> year. i was like yeah. god this is yeah I, t-
2: I talked to uh the matterfall devs at e 3 they came on our live show and showed off a demo of the game um it's super gorgeous it's mm. it's way more in line with say Contra than like Gradius or Life Force. Or something yeah, like that. Yeah. It's very different for them. Um, yeah. especially after we just got, um, Next Machina. yeah, like, which yeah. is like, like a top down smash TV style yeah. game. Uh, this is totally different. Um, and I'm really into it cause it's, i don't know I, I really like their games mm-hmm. if like, yeah. there's something about their games that like they consistently make these video games where i sit down on a saturday afternoon and i'm like i don't know what to play on my ps4 i don't want to get into something that's like 25 hours long i don't want to play something that's like i started a save file where i don't know where i'm going to go but these are like they make they make modern next gen arcade games mm-hmm. from the 80s that are just gorgeous looking
1: yeah. that's yeah that's what i've always felt about them like there's you almost feel like you shouldn't be playing them because they are sort of rudimentary, but they have that hook. Yeah. They they, they grab you and they get you in there and you're like, this is, this is really fun and really pretty.
2: I put them up there with like stuff like Pac-Man championship in terms (laughs) of just like gorgeous, modern, addictive ass arcade games that are like at their core, very fundamentally rooted in something from like the seventies or eighties. Yeah, yeah. But you don't have to put coins into an old sarcophagus. Thank God. Well, and yeah. they've
3: always, they've done this really smart thing, especially as they continue to do new games where it's like, you could just go through a level and just play through and beat it. But there are five other things to collect or yeah. to find and discover.
2: And it's usually really great. About usually it. like scientists or little men. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They're like strange they're like, little dudes hanging out. out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the things about all their games, like going back to even Stardust and, uh, uh, Resogun and everything is it? they all seem like modern adaptations of games that would have been arcade. Like, it's almost like you could tell someone like, oh, yeah, there was a there was a Matterfall back in the arcades in 79 and people would have believed you. Right. Like there was a Resogun. Oh, yeah. There's that Resogun that that that, uh, you know, Atari made like that, like that
2: fake Shaquille O'Neal movie. Yes, exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But like totally all their games are built on the sort of the foundation of those old games. Yeah. To the point where next month, you know, they had Eugene Jarvis come in. Yeah, uh, which, which is, is awesome. Robotron. Yeah, that's really cool. I,
1: I do love that idea. I, I feel like they should do this. We talked about this for a moment last week, but there's that collection of games coming out that's – is it UFO 50? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. called, And it's yeah. the guys, a bunch of different indie devs who are making kind of a collection of classic games that never existed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's awesome. I love that idea. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just, I think that sort of that fake – it's like that kind of Blair Witch project like, oh, this is a thing that existed back then. It's Here's a – Here's a piece of history and you're like, that's not, you made something, you just made fiction. This is yeah. not real. It's
2: a great idea too, especially like in this day and age, and we'll talk about one later, but there are constantly games that are just getting kind of pulled out of like the ashes or the woodwork. And it's like, where was this? And it was like, oh, this was a canceled sequel to this. Or at one point, like this company was going to make this. Mm-hmm. And then they, we don't hear about them for like 15 years because of embargoes and mm-hmm. weird deals and crap like that. Schemes. Schemes. Yeah. You know, old schemers. Yeah. Secret kisses. Yeah. Secret kisses.
0: Yeah tactical lovemaking all right shishy so
1: <laughs> on the subject of tactical lovemaking yes one big I'm game saying. that is coming out this week or we're, gonna keep, we're gonna keep talking about that tactical lovemaking you got to get in there you got to get out that's how it works uh that's that sounds illegal as hell no man it's just you just you know no, it's consensual gotta go you fast gotta <laughs> yeah, gotta um fast. agents it's of mayhem not
2: the running theme for sex at all you
1: you, go you stop talking about that you're brought it up no Marty did. Anyway, Agents of Mayhem came out this week. This is the uh this is a Volition Deep Silver game that we've been seeing kind of bits and pieces of for a while. It's sort of Saints Row, but not really. It is a, it is an open world hero shooter, kind of.
0: Yeah. And they're sort of building it as the, uh, the aesthetic and style of a Saturday morning cartoon. So, sort of like a more mature Mm -hmm. G.I. Joe. Um, but yeah, you build a squad of three different individual heroes, each of which, like, think of it as like single player Overwatch, in which case your characters have very unique special abilities and cooldowns and, and standard abilities. Um, from what I've been seeing, I don't think any of us have had a chance to actually play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, we watched yet. John Ryan play a bunch of it, who's reviewing it for us uh, by the time this goes out. I think his review is up. Give it a seven. Um, is, it seems like a lot of dumb, mindless fun, and I think this is a smart time for the game to come out, but I feel like no one's talking about it. Yeah, Yeah. yeah.
3: I feel like almost a month earlier would have been better. when it was even quieter because august is somehow crazy busy yeah Uh, i mean
0: we're talking about all these games are literally coming out on the same day yeah yeah it's crazy Mm -hmm.
3: uh i yeah it's that thing of and the initial reveals and everything to me it looked cool but it also looked to me a lot like saints row yeah like Mm -hmm. initially even if it's very different like with the classes and everything and the different characters Mm -hmm. you can choose it looked like saints row to me and i was like oh i've played that
1: well it sounds like they wanted to make uh they wanted to make something new and they've kind of been this towing this sort of like oh it's like the goofier side of saints row i mean i feel like saints Row the third probably wanted to be a new game yeah mm-hmm. but instead it was tied to this these previous sort of san andreas knockoffs and uh i mean i love them all uh this one i feel like should have been a new ip it is but it's also not because you've got characters from saints row floating around in there it's set in that universe uh new city but also i don't know It just uh i think that if they're trying to go for that saturday morning cartoon aesthetic they kind of missed they didn't quite it didn't quite nail it it still it still looks a little bit too like it looks i don't know too video gamey you know i've seen some some screenshots of these these animated sequences they have in there and they look like very like gi joe real american hero they've had some
3: trailers that are like that Mm -hmm. yeah uh
1: i'm just i'm just bummed you know like i think a lot of i mean it's it's expectations here i'm sure the game is fine um but like to me to be like here's a game for the guys who made saints row that game where you could play as a 400 pound completely naked chrome green woman who's swinging around a dildo and they're like this one you're playing as one of our characters that we made, and they have u- unique abilities and I'm like well I kind of like picking up items and and like I liked I liked everything that Saints road did and it seems I don't know i I I know this isn't a Saints Row game, and it's totally unfair to compare compare them like that.
2: But like, it sort of is. It's still I think all purple. It's still Gats got, in Yeah, it. yeah. A and, hat so in there, I like. think that's been the issue. Um, is the messaging and the marketing of this game is sort of that just not a, not actually just straight up being like this is what this is. I think mm-hmm. that there's still a lot of question marks in the air yeah. about this. Um, and those like Max just kind of make me just want another Saints Row game. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't want this game to fail. Like, it looks interesting. It looks cool. I, I, I encourage developers to do something new with their IPs by all means. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, Lord knows after like five Saints Row games, they were probably like, Hey, can we like try something else out of here? Uh, but for us, like, we weren't part of those conversations. We only get a Saints Row over a few Mm -hmm. years. We haven't had a GTA in a while. Like, Saints Row to me were great games to play in the years where we didn't have a big new GTA to play, which has been many years now. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I kind of just want one of those. I hope. There's room for that next,
1: yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know what happens with this. You know, I think that this is. It's also like we just saw. Uh, what is it? Lawbreakers came and went. There was Battleborn. There's this, this kind of this hero shooter, hero shooter, you know, deluge of like. It's a hero shooter. <laughs> hero sharders, yeah. Hero um, um But no, like that. Great cooldown. Uh, <laughs> Lord, uh, but no, like that. That's a thing that does well for some for for one you know one game one IP whatever and and companies are like we need to make one of those and it's like that's not always how you make really good stuff and i know this is
2: well so you know, we see that a lot in the games industry where something big happens and then in a lot of other companies smaller companies try to follow um but what we're seeing this time around is very interesting in that you know like when you know like a kart racing game was big in the 90s everyone made kart racing games they all had varying degrees of success you know dkr and crash and stuff like that um what we're seeing with hero shooters now is that everyone's trying to make one, but Overwatch is just consistently eating mm-hmm. all of their lunches. Mm-hmm. Um, Lawbreakers, when it launched, had pretty low like online population numbers. People weren't really jumping on it like they wanted to. We look at Battleborn, same sort of thing happened. Um, I imagine we're going to see the same thing happen here. I don't think it's a situation where there's not room for both of them. Mm -hmm. It's just that one of the fish in that pond is so gigantic that it's almost impossible. And the one thing this
0: has is that this game is single player. Yeah. 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 Which I dig. Uh, It's one thing that's going for it. It's weird
1: though because it does does have kind of – it's reminiscent of what they were trying to do with – Overstrike is that what it's called that game that was that turned into fuse yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah yeah yeah, it got kind of they, they put that in the oven and they were like these other games are gritty and they're more successful make it gritty and it was like yeah. oh and then you know four years later overwatch came out and you're like oh that looks like that other game with over in the title and everyone loves it because it's colorful and saturday morning cartoonish yeah. and then this comes out and it's like this looks too much like overwatch and it's like i don't mm-hmm. i don't know um but yeah that game is out there in the wild uh Yeah. Camille Krasuski in our Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash group slash podcast beyond said, is anyone excited for agents of mayhem at all? LOL. Uh, I think that's pretty much your answer. Yeah. I mean, we kind of all are just like
2: that. That does feel like the pulse on this thing is just sort of like, like, where's the, and like, I know that they're trying, they're trying to get the word out. Like they're, they're, they're not just like sending it out to die. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's also like, I've got, I've got friends who work at Volition. Like, I think it's a great studio. I, I love the Saints Row games. Um, they've also they they were one of the few kind of survive like surviving studios that come out of the THQ buyout. Mm-hmm. Deep Silver picked them yeah. up and Deep Silver also made this big like proclamation that like we are going to be a triple A developer. And so far we really haven't seen much with that, you know? Like there was did that, that when Homefront come out? Like was there there was another one of those, wasn't yeah, there? It came and out.
0: there was, the Revolution. Yeah. Yeah. It was like some Dead Island this, remakes. Well and now yeah. Dead Island two is somewhere in Development away. Hell. Yeah, yeah, like I don't know.
1: They just it it's weird. And I, I don't know what uh yeah, I don't like know, what, Island too. I don't know yeah. what Deep Silver has these days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a bummer. Deep pockets, am I right? Ooh. Yeah. Uh anyway, City Skylines. Yeah. 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 If you want to build a city on rock and roll, you can do it's a, that's a game. Yeah. That
0: was Guar. Yeah.
1: That's uh, cool. yeah, <laughs> <Classic> Guar. <laughs> uh
0: but no, <laughs> City Skylines came out a couple years ago for PC. I think it came out last year for Xbox One, finally coming to PS4. It was an answer to the last SimCity that mm-hmm. launched with to a lot of problems and continue to have a lot of problems after launch. And so this game came out of nowhere and launched and everyone was like, oh, this is what we wanted from a yeah. city building simulator. Um,
2: I think that's like what people always forget in the games industry is like SimCity did launch with problems uh, and then it kept stumbling for a little bit, mm-hmm. but then it settled in and did a lot of things really well for a very Mm -hmm. long time but it's like we all we all kind of forget that because the conversation i mean the same thing with no man's sky right which had this massive update where they like it looks gorgeous players are finally meeting each other for the first time yeah yeah which was like part of the game's promise yeah but so much of it is defined by that early conversation Mm -hmm. in the same way that so much of that assassin's creed game are defined by that weird like spider guy with the googly eyes (laughs) popping out like that one like like inverted skin (laughs) glitch man that nightmare possessed demon
0: skeleton yeah uh, i can oh, keep yeah. going um, i'll stop yeah.
1: Yeah. Have you guys ever played a, a like a, a building sim on a on a console because i mean i played SimCity 2000 growing up but that was with a mouse and keyboard I Played
0: SimCity on the super
2: nintendo
1: yeah i mean i don't even know how that, that that's a that's a minute ago yeah. i did too yeah. yeah but that
2: one had like a fake mouse pointer control yeah, it
1: was like that was all like yeah, top yeah. Down and kind of
0: gridded yeah. out yeah i mean i'm curious how, this, know, how uh, this supposedly works. from what i've heard anecdotally the xbox one version which came out a while ago uh does console controls really well like smart, intuitive. Cause I mean, a lot of times like the, with the right developer, you can take an RTS or a traditional PC game, bring it to console and work your way around the fact that you don't have a mouse.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also the fact that people play, you know, PC games with controllers left and right. So I imagine they kind of, they yeah. accommodated for some of that when yeah. they had this out there. I'm like really curious about this cause it looks, it looks fantastic. It looks gorgeous. Yeah, so People are like, Hey, here's a cool de sac I made. And you're like, that looks like a real cul-de-sac. Good job. Mm-hmm. Also, a cul-de-sac, <laughs> one of the single most boring things in the world. Why do you keep saying history? cul-de-sac?
0: Oh, this week's episode is sponsored by cul-de-sac. cul de Yeah, you enter enter through the front and you
1: exit the same place. It's French for yep. ass of the bag. Uh, anyway, other thing with big, cool cities in it is a game called Tokyo 42, which I've been uh, wanting to check out for a while. Is this out? Mm-hmm. I think it's out. Is this yeah, finally, finally out? out yeah. yeah, This
2: <laughs> game looks awesome. I've been wanting to play this game for like two years. Yeah. Or however a, long it's been. This
1: is like an isometric. 25
2: years. Isometric
1: <laughs> cyberpunk twin-stick shooter. Yep. Uh, it looks like. Just
0: insane, like, where's Waldo? But Mm -hmm. you're shooting stuff. Yeah. These really colorful, awesome looking dioramas that you're running around. It looks
2: like that, like, when those, like, photographers do that weird trick on, like, New York City streets where everyone looks like they're plastic miniatures. It's like a lens tilt shift. I know nothing.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I like like how this segment is. Has devolved from like, hey, we can spend quite a bit of time talking about Nidhogg because we played it all weekend. To Tokyo 42, that's a great city, and I have no thoughts on the number 42. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> but Miniature Men in New York is wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You
1: know, this this game clearly like takes a lot of cues from uh, from uh, Akira. <laughs> like, there's a a big kind of cartoon tablet in, in the logo itself. I'm just that's like, cool. I'm totally gonna check this out. This is mm-hmm. really neat. You like Akira? Is I love good? Akira. Never heard of the- Akira, the anime. Uh, <laughs> not an anime. Is Night Trap is getting its 25th <laughs> anniversary release this week. This is the classic. Dana full, Plato FMV full, trash yeah. fest. Things. Yeah. 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 But there's just like, a, just like a sex offender in a house full of women going around. You've got to like control like a.
0: You have various. But you are also. It's like you are switching between cameras in this co ed's house. So you're also creepy. Well, this is like. Oh, I'm you're less weird. creepy. No, you're still pretty you're creepy, less creepy I think. than the uh. invaders. Like I saw
2: a thing the other day. It was like it's the 55th anniversary of Marilyn Monroe's death. And I'm like, we need a better word than anniversary. <laughs> yeah. For when something not great happens for a long time <laughs> <laughs> like night trap is is a shitty game it's a yeah. bad it's a horrible bad game that never should have happened ever and we got it when we were kids because we were like that sounds like a cool thing or like it sounds like you know Ooh, i it's stayed up yeah i stayed up past like nine forty five on my parents tv or I whatever i saw a nipple scramble and i saw like yeah, a yeah. half a boob or whatever <laughs> the top
1: well, it's funny that this is also getting, this is getting released on ps4 because i feel like with an fmv game you could probably put it on youtube and it's pretty much to choose your own adventure with video clips. Yeah, People have sort of done that with stuff but I wonder if there's any kind of demand to do that.
0: Do that with pornography where I choose my own adventure. I like to upload (laughs)
1: lots of pornography to YouTube and then have it taken down. (laughs) Here's an adventure. Free speech.
2: You should probably choose the adventure of not playing Night Trap. I know a lot of people probably worked on this game. I, want, I don't want to tell you to not play a game. And I also am all for the preservation of old video games, ironically. But this is a, a bad one. Mm-hmm. It's real bad. I, this is
1: for people who are like w- weird horror movie fans. who just I, I, mean, I think there's a, there's a level of campiness to it. Yeah. There's people also like this visit. is
0: like an interesting piece of video game history, even though it's bad. Mm-hmm. Like bad things can be history, too. Um, also, there was like so much controversy over this game. And I bet if we go back and play it, it's going to seem so tame compared to the morning news yeah Yeah. but i thought people are more offended than ever now (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh paranormal activity
1: lost souls is that a
0: movie or is that the name of the 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 video game all right so it's a psvr experience based in the universe of paranormal activity experience it's a video game video game yeah uh i played uh, an early build of this a couple years ago Jeez, yeah i think literally a year and a half ago uh and it was uh, terrifying and i played it in public there's videos of me just screaming while playing it. <laughs> oh i remember there. that yeah yeah so yeah that, that was, was awesome yeah that was bad is this
1: is this uh, like made to be a game properly do you buy it or is yeah it, yeah oh, no totally this isn't uh, i'm so used to that they're being like oh it's
0: spider-man homecoming no, no, peter's first that. time on the roof or whatever no, no this is this has been <laughs> this a game a, development for several years yeah. Yeah. yeah all right and it's a yeah i mean it's vr horror which we don't have a ton of on psvr um, you know, aside from we have Resident Evil Seven, we have uh, Until Dawn, Russia Blood. Are there other horror games? Yeah, there's tons of them.
1: There are lots and lots of them, and I don't play any of them on VR. They're too scary. Are
0: there? Yeah, not, lots of, on yeah. PSVR,
1: there's not a ton. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's why I couldn't look at it because I don't think there are.
1: No, dump, no, You go on the Hulu and you say, I want the VR version, then you watch spooky ghost shows in VR. Is that
2: real? No. There aren't even any spooky ghost shows. Like go ghost on to youtube.com
1: and look at different spooky videos of it.
2: spooky, spooky ghosts. Anyway, the first time I watched Paranormal Activity with my wife, I tried to do this cool goof where like in the middle of the night I woke up to pee and I was going to yank the blanket off really fast, but I pulled it back so like, quickly I hit my arm against the wall and hurt my hand. And I was like, ow! And she woke up and she was like, are you okay? And I was like, ghost! <laughs> so don't do that. But All the right. game looks cool.
1: <laughs> cool. Also, be sure that there are no objects around you when you're doing VR, because that could happen to you. 8 out of 10, IGN. Great job, everybody. <laughs> no
2: one, well, Don't not think up. that I was <sighs> rating this up. conversation.
1: So that's some of the games that are coming Definitely out this not, week. Yeah. Uh, man, I wish we could have talked about Uncharted this episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, Sony Santa Monica, San Diego. I don't know why. I said that.
2: <laughs> Sony Santa
1: Monica, Sony San Santa Diego, Santa, Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara. Uh, yeah. Um, Santa Sony Santa Los Santa Angeles,
2: Chicago announced they don't understand that Pangea stopped. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. That
0: would happen, Pangea. Pangea just huh? gave it up. Stopped.
1: Yeah. I was like, I'm done. Let's try that again. <laughs> Sony San Diego's announced that Nomageddon isn't happening or whatever uh this what? website unseen 64 we've talked about them before they're basically that uh nonagedo I, I couldn't <laughs> write
2: it so what, you spelled it wrong you idiot
1: <laughs>
2: it's the word is nomageddon it's... well why did you not write at least that a Noma ghetto is a very different thing. <laughs> like Nona is what we call Italian grandmother, <laughs> it. and a Noma ghetto is just like a that, lot of Italian. D- all right, okay. Where we put the it like impoverished area. Of the all right, so I can I can't
1: read it, and I can't spell it. It's a real Los
2: Angeles, Chicago. Can you know somebody
1: drive it. Help, just help explain what it, the thing I'm trying to say? I'm tired. I don't want to do it anymore. Why didn't you just get through whatever this part was about? <laughs> all right. Okay. So this company called Sony San Diego was making a game about gnomes. And it was turns out
0: it's different coming out. <laughs> That's the story. That's a lot of story. All right. All right, but add a little
2: bit more context. Wait. Fine, you do it. I so it's fog. like a gnome Armageddon. It's not like an Italian grandmother ghetto. No. Those are completely different things. A no, no ghetto. Right. Yeah,
0: no. So it has nothing to do with Italian grandmother. Sony San Diego is mostly known for making MLB the show. They and they thought, I be the gnome. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> they MLB tried to make this
0: Nona. other game, which was going to probably be a free to play multiplayer shooter called Gnome Again. They also made Mark of the, Mark of the Kree, was it? Oh, geez. And yeah. They back also the day. made, uh, cool. Kill Strain. So that's the thing. Yeah. That, Kill Strain, like there were a couple. They made a multiplayer. There of was games. that, like, yeah.
3: Sony focused initiative for like a year where they announced a few, like, free to play games. We had, like,
0: right. the Tomorrow Children. Yes. Had, yeah. Yeah. Kill Strain. Uh, all of those just sort of <laughs> ultimately got sent to die. Yeah. And this was one of them Nomageddon. Nomageddon was never <laughs> yeah. I really. So Casey
2: Weinman from The Beyond Group writes Is anyone even really upset about the Gnome game being canceled? Remember them making the announcement that it was being made, but forgot it even existed until they announced it was being canceled? <laughs> I, I feel like, I, I mean, I feel bad
1: laughing because people did work on it and there's like a bunch of concept art and like kind of early proof of concept stuff floating around, which yeah. is on. <laughs> it's on the Unseen sixty four YouTube, but those these guys are great though. And occasionally they'll be like, "Hey, they uncovered a never released Game Boy game based sure. on Aliens." Yeah. and you're like, "Whoa, that would have been cool." They're like, "Here's what the they, Sega Genesis game of Akira," I mean, and like,
0: and, mm-hmm. I don't think it was Unseen sixty four, but they found that PSP uh, Saints Row game. Yeah, exactly. and then awesome. I think Volition was just like, "Here you go." They released it. They yeah, released it was, yeah. we, yeah. Played, we did a Let's strong. Play at IGN. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was yeah, Halo like, on DS. Yeah, yeah, here's
1: a here's a PSP Elder Scrolls. That was the last time we
2: played a new Saints Row game at IGN.
1: Yeah. Um, anyway you're not gonna get yeah. this game so this is one of those kind on. of like lesser known ones where they're like apparently nobody wanted <laughs> so to play this ones. free-to-play multiplayer
0: uh action strategy Grandma game gave. about gnomes they really should have made it a uh walking simulator about a sexual <laughs> awakening called <Con> gnome. <laughs> good lord
1: anyway yeah i don't think anyone's too upset about that um I'm glad we did that whole segment of the show. That was a great job. I think it went pretty well.
2: Yeah, I think it was great. I like Martin's ten. Notes, Is that yeah. going to be
1: our breakout? <sighs> <sighs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I think that'll track well. No to ghetto. Is we'll it put, a put that on YouTube <laughs> and all
2: the comments will be like, where the hell are Greg and Colin? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what happened <laughs> to the show? Everyone
1: has their off days. Jeff
3: Haynes, where are
1: you? All right. <laughs> uh now it's the time for the show where we answer your questions dear viewers and listeners and whatnot from the facebook group which is facebook.com slash group slash podcast beyond i say that every week groups.com forward slash clouds.net uh nick Zatterin says do you
0: ever have to force yourself to play a game because you tried to make yourself like it if so what was it i mean we a lot of times have to force ourselves to play a game just to be able to have an opinion on it and be Mm -hmm. part of the conversation um I ultimately, by the time our let's play series with Skyrim ended, I realized I didn't like it. Yeah. Like, I'm yes. glad I put time into it, but I just realized it's one of those games that just wasn't for me. Ultimately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's okay.
3: Yeah. yeah. I, I did that, that with fallout. similarly. yeah, really? yeah I was just a similar style I played like 15, 20 hours of it and I appreciated what it was going for, but it's just not for me. Sure. Like, I did
2: that with the last fallout game. Cause I really like fallout, but the last mm-hmm. game was, it just, I don't know. We talked about it on the show and a bunch of people hated me for it and then came around to agree with me for it and then hated me for <laughs> other things. Um, i was like pushing myself through that game and i was like i really really want to love this because i loved a lot of it Mm -hmm. like the the sense of discovery in that game is is kind of unparalleled like just right down to the very basic of just like picking up an item for the Mm -hmm. first time using a weapon for the first time turning a corner and fighting like this like level 80 dude and then killing him and stealing his laser sword or whatever Mm -hmm. it's so awesome Mm -hmm. but All in all, like, the game just felt too bloated. I found myself, I got, I got killed in this one, like, story section where I had to keep fighting this giant hermit crab, and I was doing it for, like, three hours, and it was, like, beautiful outside, and I was like, I gotta stop. Like, I just gotta walk away, and I'm gonna get hell for this, but I'm just, I'm just leaving. I'm giving up.
0: For a second I forgot what game you were talking about and you said you fought this giant hermit car- crab for several hours. Yeah. Like, and then in my head I'm like, God, what game are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Gnomageddon. Metal Slug. Uh, Gnomageddon. No, I'm actually the same way with Fallout 4.
1: Uh, Fallout 3 is one of my favorite games ever. I loved it. It kind of got me back into like modern gaming when I was in college and not really thinking about that a whole lot. And uh, Fallout 4, I was like this is going to be awesome. And yeah I just it just didn't click like something didn't yeah. work there and it just I, I guess everything I'd been sort of hoping they would have changed or iterated on especially after playing Skyrim which you know seemed like sort of a modernization of, of what Fallout 3 was. Mm-hmm. Fallout 4 it was just like hey we've uh, doubled down on crafting systems and I'm like that's not really
0: my jam. Yeah. Um, I did that with I felt that way with Dragon Age Inquisition because mm-hmm. it ultimately was nominated and won our game of the year Yeah. and I'm like I need to play this to be able to talk about it. And I got like 10 hours in and I'm like yeah this isn't for me. Yeah, I, I, mean, I kept sad.
2: waiting for the combat and the Witcher to click for me yeah. and it, it didn't and I love that world but um i just couldn't do it
1: i mean we never go into games being like i hate this game and i don't want to play it but i'm gonna play it because i hate it like you kind of you go into it being like i'm gonna give this my best shot and try to recognize what people love about it uh i think i'm done with hellblade i haven't finished it i'm fighting a big monster of some sort and it's just like that game is the combat it's not it's not a strong suit I don't think and I'm like mm-hmm. I we've had the conversations about it I'll probably watch like what happens afterwards but like I feel like the selling point of that game is the visuals and the story and you know I've experienced the, the gameplay elements of it and they're right. pushing back against me and I'm like this isn't like I can play other games you know I can check out other stuff and find something that maybe I truly love um yeah it's and it's it's a bummer but like that's the problem that games have is that they're like the only storytelling medium that pushes back against you that like stops you from learning what happens, you know, and it's,
2: mm-hmm. well, I noticed with a lot of video games nowadays, um, and this is sort of just like a, a byproduct of the fact that 3d games are by and large kind of unfocused by nature. Cause there's mm-hmm. just so many systems at play. The many 3d open world games or 3d games in general have like 25 things that they're trying to successfully accomplish and they're excelling at maybe three maybe four, but you're still doing the other 20, 22 things as often as you're doing the three or four that work well. So like, you might be like, Oh, the shooting is really good. Or the platforming is really good. Or like the camera's awesome. Or like the voice, the voice work is fantastic, but like something else isn't working or something else is excelling at working. So you like, it's weird. Like when you actually, if you did like a pie chart breakdown of what it's like to play a game like the ones you were just talking about, or we we're just, or Fallout or something like that. Like, how much of that game are you specifically like in combat? Mm-hmm. How much of that are you like building your shelter? Like, how much of that are you collecting stuff? And of those things, like, how much fun are you having doing each one of those things? If you're the k- fu- kind of person that can play a game like that and enjoy every single part of it, then like power to you. Mm-hmm. But if one of those things sort of like becomes a bigger piece of the pie chart and it's consuming, you know, the sections that I do love, that I don't get to do as much, it starts to lose me a little bit.
0: Yeah, I mean, Mm -hmm. like, I think the reason uh, I'm able, I was able to sort of look past a lot of Hellblade's gameplay flaws are because I've put so much of my value Mm -hmm. into, like, story and writing and themes and performances, and Hellblade has that in spades. And so I'm totally fine with being like, all right, I'm not taking this combat all that much, and the puzzles are sort of... Right. That being said,
1: like, that's, I don't know, if it was a movie, you could sit there and (laughs) stare at it, and it would finish. You know, and mm-hmm. I
3: think there's something to Hellblade and we don't have to go yeah. into it for 10 minutes, but I think part of I got into the combat actually I found a way of enjoying the rhythm of it, but I think it and the puzzle solving play into the themes of that story super mm. well and I think it's part of it. And even when it's not the most fun, it made sense for that character.
0: Yeah, it's almost that like a lot of times directors do that and you call them out on it where Emma Chamalan's like, oh the happening was bad on purpose. And yeah. Like, no, you made yeah. a bad movie. Yeah. 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 I, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've tried to a- forced myself to
1: play uh metal gear solid peace walker Mm -hmm. a number of times which is i that is a great game that i don't like Mm -hmm. like it's a fantastic game a lot of people it's their favorite metal gear game and metal
2: gear is like your favorite franchise yeah
1: and i adore it and there's just a lot a lot of stuff going on there that just doesn't work for me um so much of that of that game or that that series that really grabs me is like the kind of the depth of the environments and the fact Mm -hmm. that because that was a mobile game it's kind of uh kind of stripped down almost um and then I hate motion comics in in games like those like oh yeah it was like yeah you know kind of yeah. <laughs> sketchy slideshow things mm-hmm. uh and yeah it's it's just didn't didn't click um anyway uh Kevin Guti says what would you guys have done for a living had you not gotten into gaming what was your dream job growing growing up Marty and I were both baristas
0: and yeah. we we're gonna be the best your dream baristas. no then I would have been a bartender which is like an adult barista that's yeah. a night barista. Yeah. You're adjacent mm. to bartending. Yeah, that's pretty.
2: Much you know they uh, they let adults <laughs> barista. like that's not kids making coffee when you go. No, I it was where you go. I was a
0: child barista. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, you yeah. got to you got to give your answers. You're already you running late. Child You're child running spirit? late for your own <laughs>
2: appointment. They already left without me. Did they? Yeah, they it's, left like really? three minutes ago. He has no, no weird.
1: That sucks. Mm-hmm. Brian was gonna go check out uh Yo, some Nintendo things. <laughs> yeah.
2: Anyway, um, <laughs> I wanted to be either uh, so like my fifth grade yearbook said I wanted to be an illustrator uh, a comedian or a scientist. <laughs> that was my two out of three. <laughs> yeah. So two out of three scientists. Yeah. And yeah. You know,
3: uh, yeah. For me, it was, I mean, I've wanted to work at IGN for a very long time since like high school. So that worked out. Yeah, uh, suck but,
0: up. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> of you guys. Uh, ah, your favorite IGNers <laughs> from 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. uh, Chris Roper,
3: yeah. Max Philip yeah. Uh Altana. No, uh, other than that, I mean, just writing has always been what I want to do in some form. So as long as I'm getting to do that in any way, I'm happy with that. Right. Uh, that's I like to build okay fences yeah
1: i wanted to make toys um i wanted to go into toy design i was super into action figures when i was a kid and like um then i found out you had to basically go into industrial design to do that and that's oh like man. a ton of math and you might also wind up like making like i don't know salad bowls or something if you don't get a job at hasbro kids um, love salad bowls yeah, yeah you can wear them as an astronaut hat uh, i had a project where it was like what do you want to be when you grow up in like fifth grade and i was like i went to the library and they had that that collection of books that was like the different jobs of the world and i was like all right swat team guy stunt man uh, graphic designer. And they were like, for this project, you need to interview somebody who does this job. And I was like, I don't know any SWAT team dudes or stuntmen. <laughs> but I knew a graphic designer, so I wound up talking about that. And I do a lot of that for the show, so I made the thumbnail for this video. Um, I don't know why I said that that way. Uh, Camille Krasuski says, if you could push one or more games into next fall, which games would you push? Next fall. That's a long ways away. We don't even know what's coming out. Ooh. Yeah, we don't know. Ooh. I, mean,
3: I would just push a ton because there's so much I still have to play. Right. Like if you want to just if the fall wants to take a break and become next fall, I'm cool with that.
1: I mean, I'd love to push Red Dead <laughs> into like next August. I would get killed. People would come to my house and beat me up because they'd be so angry about it. But at the same time, having a game of that like that size in the middle of the summer when there's nothing else totally with you yeah
2: i mean it's already been delayed a bunch i don't even know how it plays Mm -hmm. i mean i assume we have no idea what that game looks like it's it's not like i played it at an event and they were like it'll be out in two months and then it won't be out for two years um i'm totally okay with that especially because it's coming out around the same time as um what else it's a whole bunch of stuff, Far
1: Cry. Right? Far Cry is
2: the big one, right? Yeah. And that's the kind of game, like, I want to 100% that game mm-hmm. when it comes out. I want to f- I want to, I want to, befriend every dog. I want to kill every, uh, you know, racist or whatever you do in that game. Just do it all.
0: Which one are we, are we talking about? Red Dead or Far Cry? Far Cry. Both. 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 Yeah, I you know. can probably do both. I wouldn't
3: yeah. want to push it to next fall, but I would like it sometime in, like, a dead time next year, uh, South Park. Because I'm yeah. really excited to play that game, but so we much is coming out this year. year I, I forget it's coming out because also, it's been delayed so many times. One mm. game
0: I'm worried about selling this fall is uh, Wolfenstein. Yeah, it's because it's coming that day alongside so, so mm-hmm. many giant juggernauts of, yeah. of franchises that the twenty seven colossi among Juggernauts yeah. yeah. Creed, Super
3: yeah. Mario, and Wolfenstein. Yeah. At the
0: same time, people
1: are yeah. really mad at Nazis right now, so, so yeah, it's like, timely. It, yeah. yeah,
3: but even just that, like Bethesda putting out that and Evil Within within two weeks of each other, I'd be okay if one of those games had a break, even though they're very
0: different games. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. like can't be Evil Within because the only release in the spookiest month of the year. I'd be I'd be okay over. with Assassin's
2: Creed getting delayed. Yeah. I don't no. I don't I'm not like I need to play that this fall, but I know if it comes out, I'm going to spend a significant amount of time with it. Yeah. Um, and it's probably going to be, you know, I'm I going have to push some other stuff out of the way to make that happen. I'm excited. So, the,
0: the rumor that uh, Okami being re-released on PS4 and Xbox One on December 10th. you going to play that game again? I'm going to play that game again. It's, so that game, I have a hot take. It's the best Zelda game ever made what yeah you're crazy In, but instead of playing a boy you play it as a goddess well right? it's, it's
2: definitely a zelda awesome. game because the first five hours are boring as hell yeah like once you get past that it gets it's, awesome it's
0: got twilight princess
2: yeah it's got Syndrome. it's yeah. it's got 3d zelda written all over it yeah. aside from breath of the wild which just lets you you know you get a
0: breath of fresh air
2: get out of that cave you eat yeah. apple from the man and then yeah. you're out there doing it like and you're really making it happen
0: it gives you the man cape.
1: what is this game i only have playstation <laughs> Okay, so Ben Gregson asked the most specific question, <laughs> which fantasy creature, in parentheses, would you like to see fight each other in a first-party developed free-to-play PS4 multiplayer game? Are you making one?
3: <laughs> like, what, is, what a weird
1: question. I mean, what's your favorite fantasy creature? Gnomes. Gnomes?
3: <laughs> Gnomes? Yeah. I like, I like. Was that King-
1: the joke there? I guess that was – I don't think of them as fantasy creatures. I think of them as lawn
2: ornaments. I mean, I like alien I'm aliens? That's not a fantasy creature. That's not a real creature. It's not a fantasy creature. It's a fantastical imaginary creature that somebody made up with their fantasy mind. Science. Falcor by H
0: R. Gingeral. I take Falcor. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I think I don't think Manticore get enough love. Ooh, mm. Manticore's are great. Manticore's are yeah. awesome. That's oh, we're t-
2: we're talking about like fantasy, Generic. like like, uh, Watch the titans like Lord of the Rings, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like yeah, I'm those out. Stupid, I'm
1: stupid,
0: stupid animals. I like I the Medusa because she looks at you and turns you into stone. Gandalf she also or a whatever. Shirt. Rand- is Randall. Man. He's a man. Randall. Randall. <laughs> he's
1: an old,
2: old man. I love the Odyssey. There's all sorts of fantasy creatures. Yeah. Gandalf is a man that does magic, right?
0: What about that? Uh, that does he do one? magic? No, you're yeah. thinking of Chris Angel. Does he
2: do magic? The yeah. mind. Okay, so then he's a fantasy creature. There. Done. Man doesn't do magic. He's a fan- fantasy man. All right. I take fantasy. a
3: Jim Henson creation, like, I'm totally game. with just you. Like all, cool yeah, 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 just yeah, everything.
2: You know what I don't whatever. like is those Muppets, it's, like, really, like, a man. Like, he's, like, seven feet tall. Oh, where it's actually a man in the costume? Yeah, but, like, it's, like, the guy with the nose. And he's covered in hair. I don't know yeah. his
1: name. like those those space aliens that are just like people in bags moving the big beak thing around.
2: And we want him to fight somebody else in a first party developed free to play PS4 game. That one's a walk.
1: <laughs> I think that, yeah, I didn't get that he was totally asking about the gnomes, but yeah, like that's, I guess, what it is. Those, they weren't, they were like lawn gnomes, though. If you get some pink flamingos in there, I'm down, but like, I don't know. Anyway, this is a weird episode. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so we are going to be putting up a, uh, a nice Let's Play of, uh, of Uncharted The Lost Legacy. Try to keep it as spoiler-free as possible. Probably just kind of like a chunk of a, a section of the game. Um, there is a big – can I say anything about Can I? No. no? Mm. Okay, I won't say anything about it. There's, there's some stuff in there that you do in the game, and it's okay.
2: There's an open-ish
0: area in which oh, yeah, we you can will, say, no, Oh, yeah. That can was know. part of the preview. Version. Yeah, we could yeah, okay, yeah, play through the Western Ghats because it's not going to be yeah. Uh, yeah. story spoiler.
1: We're going to do some winch stuff. It's out Wench? there. Winch?
0: Wench stuff, yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: but anyway, that'll be up on It's YouTube. when a car
2: falls in love with a tree. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that'll be up on YouTube.com slash IG <laughs> and beyond. Uh, head over there and subscribe if you haven't already. We put up the full episodes as well as occasionally videos about funny stuff. We're going to try to do more stuff like that, like Let's Plays, things gonna like that. We're going to start
0: streaming from the channel soon. We have like an easy stream, stream room. Really? Yeah, did you know about that? I did not know about what that. That would be a cool thing we're to know hold about. your hand and take it to the stream room. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's the worst God. thing I've heard today. God. You said so many weird phrases. What? It's like yeah. tactical <sighs> lovemaking?
3: Sister kissing you started this out with and Sh- now we're here. Take your hand and bring it to does? Charles Taylor's. Ugh.
2: Anyway. Uh, Randolph. Uh, that was you. <laughs> yeah, that's Rolf. right. So weird.
1: Anyway, thank you guys for listening and thank you guys for hanging out and talking. Thank you, you can find us all on Twitter. I'm Max Scoville. Brian is Agent Bizzle. Jonathan is JM Dornbush. Mm-hmm. And Marty is just McBiggity, the largest sandwich on the entire menu. Oh, oh.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh that's gross.
1: enough. Beyond.
0: The worst thing since the ham episode. <laughs> Beyond.
1: Beyond.